right, welcome back to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, content manager of so-called fantasy experts and founder of fantasysixpack.net. So today, um, oh, let me um, first welcome our co-host here, AJ Applegarth. And it's being slow as ever. AJ, can you hear me yet? Hey, what's yeah, going on, man? What up? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Just uh, sitting here watching the Caps lose already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love whatever. it. Whatever. Whatever. But Caps stink. They're never gonna win a cup. Nope. Doesn't look like it. Not with this squad. I don't get it. I don't know what they need to, like, get over the top here. It's not like they have a bad team. They were the freaking best team in the league this year. They were, like, the best team in the league for a long time. I mean, it is – I mean, like, one of the best teams in recent history. Um, They were (laughs) damn good. So, yeah, I don't don't know. I mean, that's – at this point, you just got to wonder if this is a head game with, with guys like Backstrom and Oveshkin and, and all those guys. Um, it just doesn't click in the playoffs. It's unfortunate. They're such a good team. I absolutely hate Pittsburgh. I just, I'm so sick of them. But, yeah, I, I hope that they lose the next round. They're probably not going to, though. Like, this should have been the Eastern Conference Finals. <clears throat> Or whatever it is now, they keep renaming everything. I think it's still the East and West, isn't it? It's yeah, it's still East and West Conference, but they switched around the playoff setup and the divisions. Yeah. They only cut it down to four divisions now. Yeah, it's it's stupid though. Like, there's no way that this should have been the second round of the playoffs. I mean, we were the top two teams in the in the in the conference, and we're facing off in the second round. It's just it's just just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, anyway, enough hockey talk because I know pretty much nothing about hockey except for what I just said. Uh, so, I wanted to start off here and talk about your favorite football team, Philadelphia Eagles. And Mr. Sam Bradford ended his – can you consider it a holdout? And decided to play nice and go back and be the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, obviously, this is a good thing for everybody all around, especially fantasy-wise. I mean, nobody wanted Carson Wentz or um, totally blanking on the backup name, Chase Daniel, to be the starting quarterback for that team. But, uh, you know, what a... Well, I, even Did even with like that, a bad I don't. I, yeah, a little bit, but I, I mean, Philadelphia fans are fickle. I mean, uh, they'll remember it and bring it out, you know, when he starts playing badly and boo him for you know holding out from a, a voluntary mini camp that you really do probably not much of anything worthwhile in. So. You know, if he starts playing well, all will be forgotten, and as long as they're winning, the fans don't really care. So, you think he gets booed on uh, the opening 
the first, the first intros? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Good job, Philly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he probably will by by some people because you know there is those fans that are uh, how do you say uh, passionate about their their teams and uh, you know they want them to succeed, obviously, but. You know, there's just no, I mean, I guess the business side of it and all of that talk that that he's thrown out there and, you know, he's got to say that. What else is he going to say? Oh, yeah, well, you know, I just, uh, I just didn't really feel like, you know, playing because of this whole draft pick guy thing going on and, you know, I, I, who cares about my injury history? It doesn't mean anything. You know, I'm the starter. I should be the starter. I was a number one draft pick myself. So, you know, that, that's all it was. That's all it was, guys. No, he's not going to come out and say any of that. He's going to, you know, be the mouthpiece that Tom Condon, his agent, is, is making him be right now and say the right things to play nice. But you got to think deep down that he's still bent about it and, of course. You know, and, and frankly, I don't I don't necessarily blame him. I mean, yes, you signed that contract, and yes, that is the business. I think we may have just lost you again, AJ. You might need to call back in, but... Um, yeah, so... I think what he was getting at is, is that's the business. You got to come and just play the game. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I 100% agree. I mean, you got to suck it up and play. I mean, you were just paid, what, 30, $37 million for, for two years or something silly like that. And so, you know, it's time to just, you know, swallow your pride and, and go play and prove that you can play. And, AJ, are you back? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, yeah, I, I heard right. you say, oh, I think we just lost you again. And then my son was like, hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> there you so, go. Oh, yep, there it is. But yeah, yeah so, no, as I was saying it, he's you know he's got to be, you know, behind the scenes. He's probably still upset about it. But you know, you you paid or you're getting paid to play for two years. You agreed to this contract, and frankly, it's probably because no one else really jumped at wanting to sign him in free agency. So I, I don't remember if he signed before free agency technically hit or what, how it, that all went down, but I don't I really mean, remember I, either. Now that, now that you're saying it, but yeah, you know, I was, I feel like maybe he, he did, but I was listening to Mike and Mike this morning, ESPN and Mike Greenberg made a, a very interesting point. He goes, I bet you if any team had given them anything substantial that they would have let Bradford go. And I, I'm I kind of questioning. I, I don't know, though, because really, they really did not want Carson Wentz to be their well, starting no. quarterback this year. But Wentz like, wasn't going to be the starter this year. I mean, unless he came Daniel? out and – yeah, that's so it's basically a punt year. Like you're punting the entire season. You're, you're yeah, not maybe, winning maybe anything. Not. I mean, 
you're you're going to see what you have, and if Peterson, you know, Peterson worked with Daniel in Kansas City. He knows him. He knows how he plays and knows what he can do. And, you know, Daniel had a decent college career. Um, I mean, I don't think he was, like, out of his mind Heisman candidate. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I don't uh, think he no. was really yeah, he was good. that. He was good. I mean, and, and he had a decent team. At, uh pretty sure he was at Iowa. And, like I said, I mean, this is a known quantity. You know, he was Missouri, Peterson, Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was Missouri. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, he's Missouri. Hmm. All right. I know it was black and yellow, so we're close. Anyway, um, I think, uh, you know, I think it's it's a known quantity for, for Doug Peterson. And Bradford really isn't. I mean, he saw what he did last year. He missed a couple games, and he was pretty bad the first half of the year, but he actually played pretty decent the second half of the year. And, um, you know, it, he definitely turned things around. Um, maybe it was just him getting a little more comfortable with everything. I don't know. But either way, I think uh, I think it's just going to be – it, it, it could be a punt year as it is even with Bradford there. Uh, oh, yeah, it's very, yeah, but, it's definitely it's definitely possible. I mean, he's talking about wanting to, you know, win championships and all this and that. So, you know, I'll believe that when I see it. Well, of course he wants to win. I just don't think he can. <laughs> but I, I don't. You know, I love the Eagles. I don't think that they're a, a championship team yet. Uh, maybe can they get there, but not this year. I mean, maybe if, if Wentz turns out to be the golden boy that, you know, he he's pictured as and, and has turned into with this draft, you know, hoopla and status of being the number two overall pick and, seeing how much they gave up to go after him. I mean, for me, that, to him, or as him, that, that gives him, you know, a chip on his shoulder, I think. You know, hey, I'm, I have this pressure to live up to this. And, and he can either crumble under that pressure or he can make it that chip on his shoulder and say, you know what, I should have been the number one pick. I should have gone to L.A. Here I am, let's do this, blah, blah, blah. And, and come out and really take the reins on it. But, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I've, you know, from at least a fantasy standpoint, I think we can all agree it's, it's, a, good, it's a, good, a good move for everybody involved. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, Sometimes you you kind of lose the team when you when you pull stunts like that. So it'll be very interesting to see kind of what happens. But um, well, yeah, and I think there there's still you know everybody that's in the game has has the business side of it. They know that there's this business side of it, and you know Bradford is still going to have his boys on the team and guys that you know wanted him there, root for him, play for him, that sort of deal. So, um, 
you know, I think it's it's still going to be still going to be fine. I mean, I think if he can come in, you know, swallow his pride and, and get past this whole situation and prove that he wants to be there, then it's going to be a decent season. I mean, I, I don't picture them really much more than maybe 500. I'd say nine and seven would be optimistic, but you know, maybe they'll surprise me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, the NFL is weird. Anything can happen. Um, anyway, so moving on, I want to. Uh, I do want to get back into some baseball. We talked a lot of football last week. Um, you know, we're 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 over the half uh, over the one month mark of the season, and you know, one one of the things we kind of talked about a lot last month was slow starts. Don't overreact. Don't overreact. You know, don't drop these guys who who are really good players just having a couple of bad games. But, you know, now we're, now we're talking full 30 games, full, full month or not 30, I guess it's not probably not 30 games yet, but you know, full 30 uh, days, yeah, all, all that kind of stuff. And, and, um, you know, we're, we're looking at some of these players that a lot of people drafted fairly early, if not even first, second round early that are really struggling. And, it's it's led by a lot of pitchers, and I kind of wanted to get, you know, give our reaction to what these guys uh, were were doing, and and I I want to start off here with probably the the top draft pick, and it's Max Serger. I mean, this guy's got a four point six ERA. His strikeout rate is down, which, I mean, it's still good. It's at 9.6, but, you know, he's been over 10, if not over 11, the last four seasons. His walk rate is up. His home run rate is is up. His, um, you know, his his bad bip is right around normal, so that's not doing it. It really is. You know, it just looks like a bad combination for him right now. He's He's getting hit pretty hard. What do you think about this guy, man? I mean, are you looking to, like, maybe deal him? Like, obviously, you're not dropping him, but are you looking to, like, get rid of him? Like, trade him if you own him? Uh, well, I do own him in my Dynasty League, and, and I have a ton of pitching there, you know, behind him. And he's really not helping my team that much at all this year. He's probably hurting my team. Um, and, of course, like, the best start that he had – was probably two starts ago, um, and I had him sitting on my bench because I had too many pitchers going that day or something. I forget what it was, but he sucked. So I, I didn't want to pitch him and then hurt my ERA and, and whip and, and everything like that. And then he pitched a great game. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he's got to turn it around. I mean, he had a great start last season. And had a really great first half, but then he kind of fell off in the second half. And, you know, aside from his no hitter at the very end of the season, um, you know, to make it, I think that he had two last year, if I'm correct. Um, uh, yeah, he, I think he did. Yeah. Like after the first one, he kind of still pitched well for a little bit, but then he just fell off really hard. Um, and then he just – he's kind of in that same mode right now. I saw a stat last night um, 
that said I think he he he's had 13 home runs since August of last year that he's given up and he gave up like four or five alone the other day. So yeah, I mean it's it's been a rough go for him and surprisingly Washington is still one of the top teams in the league right now. So you know, yeah, they got really good pitching. Well, they do. I mean, Gio Gonzalez is pitching very well right now. You know, Strasburg has been pitching very well, aside from last night's outing. He got kind of roughed up. But um, Joe you know, Ross is doing ways, well. Yeah, they're finding ways to win. And, and with the pitching they have, I mean, you kind of knew going into the year that Scherzer and, and Strasburg were really going to be the anchors of that staff. And Ross is living up to his side, but Scherzer's not. Yeah, I mean it's it, I don't like I don't really know what to do with this guy. I mean, you probably drafted him in the second round if if you got him this year in redraft leagues and it's it's tough to to you know almost give up on somebody the caliber of, of you know of a Max Scherzer. But of I mean, if, if I'm getting you know, if I if I'm getting a, a good offer right now, you know, I'm probably letting him go because I mean, even since like you you know you said you know since the end of last year, he's kind of struggled. You know, he the strikeouts were still there last year, but the strikeouts now have dipped. So it's it's just it's not looking right for Scherzer. You know, you almost kind of wonder if there's some sort of injury that he's that he's playing through, and that's. That's the one thing I you hope fear that's with not these the guys. Case, but you know, I I really hope that's not the case. And, and you know, I'm not against moving him at this point. That to, you know, to be honest, I was ready to move him at the beginning of the year just because I had so much pitching. I just mm-hmm. wasn't getting good offers for him. And you know, at this point, I potentially could have taken some of that and probably been better off with it than than where I'm at right now. I mean, I don't. I don't even know, you know, somebody offered me Jacoby Ellsbury for him. The other oh, God. Week, and it, no, it that's was, a joke. I laughed, I laughed that off completely. Like, even though he's playing like dog crap right now, no, Ellsbury is junk in my mind. Yeah, no, no. You mean you can't take something like that, but, you know, it's hard to say what a good offer would be, but that one's not it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't care how bad he's playing. You're not you're not getting rid of him for Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah. So another pitcher who's really struggling last year's AL Cy Young winner, Dallas Keuchel. Um, he is absolutely getting crushed this year, and I I don't really know what is wrong with him. Um. Yeah, he's another one, 4.7 ERA. Now his FIP and his XFIP are better to where Scherzer's are, are actually higher than his ERA, so that really has me worried. At least Keuchel, is, his FIP and XFIP are lower, so it makes me think that he's getting a little unlucky. Um, and that's and you can kind of see that because his bad BIP is is really high. Um, but strikeouts down to, to the mid-sevens, walks are up almost double what they were. Um you know, it's just. I, what do you what do you what do you think about Dallas Keuchel here? I 
I think he'll be all right. I think Houston as a team in general is kind of not where they thought they would be right now. And, uh, you know, he's part of it, obviously. But I feel like he's got to uh, he's got to get it figured out, and I think he will. But he's another guy I had, you know, pretty high up on my draft board because of how well he pitched last year, especially how well he pitched at home. And yeah, you know, he he was just absurdly good at home, and you know, I just don't. I don't know exactly what's wrong with him, but, you know, people can't completely freak out yet. It's still only a month in. We've got five months of baseball left. So, you know, I don't know if I'd necessarily – if you got a decent offer, you know, I don't even know what that would be at this point. But if somebody offered me a pitcher who's performing and, you know, maybe not have the name power, I'd, I'd – think about it, but I mean, he's sitting at 79th pre-rank right now for, uh, or player rank on ESPN. I mean, he's just, he's been getting blown up. Three games straight, two of them were away, and one at home against the strikeout happy Minnesota Twins, and he only got three Ks against them. That was his worst strikeout game of the season so far. But he he gave up six runs, six earned at Texas, five earned at Seattle, and five more earned at home against Minnesota. So, you know, it's take that game out, and he still has his stellar home record, if you will. But he's only pitched three games at home, and he's pitched four on the road. So I, he's just not overwhelming right now. Yeah, it's not it's not looking great for him. It it he he really has me worried out of out of all the guys that we're going to talk about. I, he's he's got me worried despite the despite the FIP and the XFIP. Something just doesn't look right with him and that whole team as you said is kind of struggling and um I don't know if they're trying to press if there's too much expectations on this fairly young team. You know, we'll see. I'm not I'm not selling I'm not getting rid of him right now. But another another guy that another pitcher that I want to mention here is is Matt Harvey. Kind of like very identical numbers here to to Keuchel. Uh, strike rates down, walks are up, ERA in four five range. Um, you know, bad BIP fairly high. Is is it weird to say that Matt Harvey's like the fourth, maybe even the fifth best pitcher on his team. I mean, Bartolo Colon is pitching out of his mind right now. So, uh, like, is it is that a weird thing to say? I mean, DeGrom, Matz, Syndergaard, Colon, like. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, right? it is weird to say, but when you look at the stats, I, I it's not really that weird at all. I mean, Matz has pitched pretty well, and he's kind of their rookie at this point and, you know, coming into his own and whatnot. But he's going to have an innings cap. You you know Cologne's going to pitch until he goes to the grave. So he'll be there, you know, doing his thing. Um, Syndergaard's been great. 
you know, DeGrom really hasn't been that he hasn't good, been I feel DeGrom, like. but he's, he's kind of, still been good. I mean, he, he had, had that some injury injuries. issues, so, I, I mean, Matt's, but he's Matt's still been the highest, good. Matt's the highest scorer, well, by one point, um, in, at least in the league I'm looking at. But he, he's 5-1 and one with 286 ERA. Harvey, yeah. I mean, what, he's getting rocked every time he goes out there. Normally, yeah. I'd look at, look at him and say, well, all right, you know, the guy, the guy I'm looking to pick up is pitching against Harvey. That's probably a bad pickup. But now I'm like, whew, all right, pitch against Harvey, it's probably a win. Maybe I should go after this guy. Yeah. I mean, with with any of these guys that I just mentioned, are you buying low on any of them? Like, are you would you actively seek to trade low for them? Um, yeah, I, I think that I would. I, I mean, of the three, I would probably – want to go after Harvey the most because I feel like he's been the worst. I could be wrong on that, but just from a stand, you know, a stat standpoint, I feel like he's going to have, you know, free reign of innings this year. He should at least, unless they decide something else is wrong and they shut him down a little early, but you saw the fit that he pitched last year when they did that. Um, I think he's the one that, that I would target because you probably don't have to give up as much. Keuchel, people are still going to be holding on to the Cy Young Award and the you know the home splits. Uh, Scherzer, because of how high he was drafted, I think he's got some devaluation, but I still think people are going to expect a lot in return for him. I know I would. If I if I'm gonna deal him in that dynasty league, I'd rather get, you know, a pretty good haul for him if I can. Oh yeah, no. I mean I might I, I wouldn't be giving up any of these guys on the cheap. Uh not yet. So you know, but but if you know you're in one of those leagues where somebody's panicking and then they just wanna get production, you know, go ahead and go ahead and Give him a Jason Zimmerman for one of these guys. Like Jason Zimmerman is pitching out of his mind right now. Like I just don't think there's any way he keeps it up. Like that's the kind of thing you do. And um, who the hell did I say? Jason Zimmerman? I don't even know who yeah, that is. I, I don't know. That's his twin brother thinking, apparently. Um, thinking of uh, Jason Castro, who's not even. I, no, I'm not thinking of anybody. I just completely <laughs> said the wrong name. Um, but you know that that's kind of how I'm seeing it. And to move on to some hitters here, because I, I do want to touch on some hitters. Um, one of the most disappointing guys the entire season so far is Justin Upton. I, I was huge hmm. on this guy. And it's weird to say when his brother is probably outperforming him right now. Um, and who would have ever thought that after for the last three, four years? But Justin Upton, you know, in that powerful Detroit lineup, everybody thought he was going to be awesome, but he's 228 batting average, only two home runs, 13 runs, nine RBI. That's not that good. It's not horrible. 
the thing that really gets your attention is the 38.2% strikeout rate. That's horrible. <laughs> That's really bad. I, I had, I, I traded for Upton in my dynasty league, and, and I'm so disappointed in his performance so far. And he, he rides my bench a lot of days right now just because of those strikeouts. That's the yeah, only stat point. that's, well, it, Dynasty is a cast league now, but All right. it, it's, it kills me, though, because that's like the only negative, you know, a, against the batters. And I have a ton of strikeout guys on my team, so I'm getting crushed in that category every week right now. And I've, I've started benching some of these guys, him especially, though, because the stats are just horrific. But I traded, and you'll probably smack me for this, but I traded Garrett Cole and Kyle Seeger um, for Upton, uh, Wei and Chen, uh, a fourth-round pick and a fifth-round pick. They were back-to-back picks. It was the tenth pick in round four and the first pick in round five. So I had this, like, Stockpile. I had four picks in a row because of this trade. Um, but I gave up Cole because I had so much pitching. I had Scherzer, DeGrom, and, and you know, a couple other guys that were pretty straight good starters. Seager was kind of my backup plan to Todd Frazier. And, you know, I got Chen back thinking he was going to be a good quality start guy. He's been kind of miserable. Uh, I actually dropped him. But Upton was the piece of this trade that I really went after. And he's been an yeah. absolute disappointment. Yeah, dude, you're not alone. I, I definitely thought he was going to have an awesome season. And it just has not worked out. And and another guy who I thought was going to you know really bounce back, have a good season after a down year last year, Carlos Gomez, I mean, my God, this guy's droppable at this point to me. 210 batting average, no home runs, six runs, five RBI, striking out 32% of the time. It's just not there. You know, another Astro, unfortunately, makes the list, and it's just not, it's just not working. I mean, what do, you, what do you do with this guy? I, I mean, he had, like, a couple of, of hot games last week, early last week. Um, you know, where he, he got a run, went two for three, and then he went one for five with two RBIs. So you kind of started to think, well, maybe he's getting it. Because I actually, somebody did drop him in one of my leagues, and I picked him up because of the name power. And I had him last year and was a little soured on him, but I was going to give him a chance. I ended up dropping him, and somebody snaked him right back up. Um but he's just not, I mean, he stole a base yesterday and got an RBI, but he's just not, he's not hitting. Um, oh. He's not getting counting stats for you. He has zero home runs. Zero. Yeah, absolutely three, nothing. I mean, I feel like maybe he missed a little time early in the year, but maybe not. Um, I don't think he did. I think they've been sitting him. I think he's actually been sort of injured lately. But it's it's no, it's not good. Yeah, no, he missed he missed a game in mid April, a game at the end of April. 
Yeah, for three days he didn't play April 30th through May 2nd, and then he didn't yeah. play again Sunday. So uh, he's not not playing. Yeah, um, I mean it's just been recently, so it's not anything that should have knocked his stats down that bad. Yeah, it's just it's just something. Um, uh, it, it's just something that, like I said, that's with this Astros team. They're not playing to the level they were at last year. Although, you know, Colby Rasmus is a nice bright spot for him, who we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, Jose Altuve is crushing it. Um, I mean, you knew that he was going to be a quality, you know, at bat for them. Um, and, you know, a, a proponent, you know, big steals type guy. But he's, I think he's one of the top in the league for home runs right now. He's got nine home runs. And 13 stolen bases, hitting 323. Yeah, he's, he's definitely up there. He, I don't he think I realized he, he wasn't a home, home run, run guy. Um, I didn't realize it until I heard it on, on, you know, one of the baseball tonight shows or whatever the other night. I'm like, wait a minute, what? I said, this guy's on one of my teams, and I don't even realize he's that good. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, damn, I'm, I didn't realize. I didn't, God, yeah, I'm looking at his stats now. Those are unreal. That's yeah. MVP level stats, man. That's yeah, wow, nine home runs. I mean, his career what? high is like what, fifteen? Yeah, I think so. He's gonna destroy but, that. I mean, there's there, there's so many other hitters here, and I thought of a bunch of them earlier today. You've got a couple of them listed here. We'll just rattle them off. Prince Fielder. I mean, he's he's pretty much relegated to DH now. I think he does have first base eligibility in some format. And, and leagues, but who cares? I, I mean, he's he's benchworthy now. Um, you know, Adam Jones, he's on here. I'll let you talk about about Jones. Troy Tulowitzki, uh, another one. Um, I mean, dude, you know, Jones, Jones, you you saw it. I let him go in our dynasty league. We only keep four. Mm-hmm. I, I I picked a hell of a year to finally let him go because he's doing absolutely nothing. I mean, one home run. I know he was injured. Maybe maybe the shoulder is still bothering him. Maybe that's the problem. Uh, but, you know, he kind of started slumping pretty bad last year. And yeah. it's kind of carrying over. And and um, it's, it's unfortunate, you know. I mean, I, I just watched his at-bat, you know, two minutes ago while we were talking about Justin Upton. You know, guy on first, guy on third, one out. He strikes out on three pitches. I mean, it just – it's just not there right now. I don't know what's wrong, and it, and it no. sucks because he's he's been one of my favorite players for a, a while in the in the game, and um, yeah. yeah, and it's bad. I don't I don't know what to do with Jones. I mean, you can't. You want to play him, and you can't just sit him because you you know at that point then he'll have a good game and he'll burn. I mean that's that's kind of where he is right now. I was just telling. You know, my wife, Heather, the other day, it's like, you know, it really is a shame that Jones is so much the heart of of the Orioles team as a clubhouse guy. Like with, yeah. the, you know, the the pies last year, the cake, the, you know, opening day this year. And, and just he's a great fixture in the clubhouse, but something's up. I, I just think he, he's got to still have some lingering injury or whatnot. Defense is great. But you don't get points in fantasy for defense, at least no, you do most, not. most leagues. <laughs> um, so 
So, yeah, I mean, I, hopefully he can turn it around. Um, a couple other guys here that, that I just want to rattle off some more names. I mean, Lorenzo Kane is a guy that has just been, you know, he's been so down so far, and he's got he's having a great night tonight. Um, thankfully, I just picked him up yesterday. Somebody dropped him in one of my leagues, and I said, you know what, I'll go out and get him because I have him in both of my other leagues. So I figured, you know, might as well make the trifecta. His average isn't terrible at 256. The 14 runs is is decent, but he's only got two homers. 10 RBIs is all right. He's only got three stolen bases. I mean, that's way down for him. I mean, he was a guy that you went after looking at, a, you know, really a four, at least four-tool guy. You know, the homers, whatever he was going to chip in, he's usually around 20, I think. So that's a nice bonus for him, you know, whatever he's getting there, but he was a huge stolen base guy. He hasn't stolen a base since May 1st. So, you know, but again, he's he's kind of kind of turning it around. He's got a, a five-game hit streak, including tonight. Um, and, you know, mul- multiple hits in all of those games, aside from last night. He only went one for five. Uh, you know, so... He's a guy I think a lot of people were counting on. Uh, my boy J.D. Martinez is another one. Uh, I don't think he was ever yeah, really the much power of a steal guy there for him. I, for Martinez? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's still, still doing got, okay. He's got four homers. I mean, it's is not it? great. He's, more yeah, he's only got reason. four homers, 14 RBIs. He's got 15 runs, which is okay. You know, it, it's there, but it's not it's not where it, it was expected to be coming into the season as a top 10 outfield. And he, he's only hitting 239. So yeah, that's, that's he's not got good. A, he's got a lot of over games or only, you know, one hit game. So, I mean, I, I think he'll turn it around. That, that offense is too good. Once it starts heating up, you know, he's, he's going to start, start mashing again. I think Kane's going to turn it around. Kane and Kansas City in general is another team to me that, that's very reminiscent of the Astros. You know, they're just not uh, they're not playing as well as they should be. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, am I worried about these guys? Yes. Am I selling them? No. Am I dropping them? No. Except for maybe Carlos Gomez. That was just gotten kind of out of control. This is now two years in a row. Um, but, you know, it's something you got to really start keeping an eye on. Maybe, maybe you know, especially if you're in daily roster moves, just play matchups. You know, get them out, get them out of your lineup when you, when you can, because right now this is not good. Um, Want to talk some injuries, and then we've got a, a, a guest on to go through some waiver wire moves. But just to get you up to speed on the important injuries, we all know about Garrett Richards, done for the year, Tommy John. Uh, it's a huge, huge, huge blow. And um, my my bet is Rob's going to talk about some guys that you can pick up in, in place of Garrett Richards to help you in the pitching department. Uh, a few more pitchers. Carlos Martinez, he's, he's battled the flu for the last two starts. Um, and... It does sound like he's going to play – he's going to pitch on Saturday. So, 
I guess that's a good sign, but he's pitched pretty poorly in his last two starts because of the flu. So something to keep an eye on, you know, the, the, I kind of wonder if it's maybe some sort of like virus that's going to stick around for a while and it's not just the flu and it could really affect him. Um, so that's, that'd be something I would definitely keep an eye on. AJ Griffin, not a lot being said here. This is a shoulder injury. Um, he's on, he's on the DL, but um, I know he's getting an MRI today. I don't think they've released the results. I did not look that up actually, but um let me let me just do that real quick. Uh AJ Griffin, shoulder. Um nah, just right shoulder stiffness. They haven't they haven't said anything. So more news on that to come. Big blow in the batting department, Mike Mustakis. I mean, if there's any guy that the Royals couldn't afford to lose right now is Mike Mustakis. He was their best hitter by far. And now you know, he's out with a broken thumb. They haven't said how long he's going to be out, but I would imagine to be quite a few weeks. Um, I don't think you're going to be swinging a bat anytime soon with a broken thumb. David Peralta, he's he's been dealing with a, a wrist injury, and he is going to be seeing a specialist for that. So he could be in for from this time here. Um, that's That's the only update really on him. Then a couple catchers, Devin Mezzarocco, again, lost for the season. Torn labrum, season-ending surgery. I will never draft this guy. I will never rank him higher than, like, 20th in the catchers. It's just it's too much with him. It's every season. So you are now forever in my doghouse, Devin Mezzarocco, and it will take a couple healthy seasons in a row for you to get out of it. Nick Hundley, oblique injury. You know, we know that these can last a month, if not longer. So that's unfortunate. He just came back, it seemed like, from the concussion issue, too. So um, did I miss anybody? Um, okay. Kind of so. a quick rundown. I mean, I know there's a lot more people, but uh, that's, that's kind of the quick rundown of, of guys that, uh, Andrew Heaney is dealing with the UCL. It's not a new injury. Um, yeah, he's hoping to avoid the Tommy John. I mean, that's. I don't know. I think he's out for a while. For LA. Yeah, I um, think he's that, done. That hurts. Yeah, I think he's done. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah. So, do want to bring on our guest and. Um, He's a, he's a writer for so-called fantasy experts, and um, so let's bring him on here. Hey, Rob, how, how you doing, you? man? Good. How's it going, guys? How you doing? Hey, how are you? Good, good, good. Yeah. So, um, you know, you heard us talk about the injuries. Now, go ahead and, uh, you know, especially with Garrett Richards, man. Who can we pick up in place of Garrett Richards right now that that can get us some stats? Some replacement guys. Okay, I got a uh, I got a pretty pretty deep league kind of guy, but I, I think this guy could be uh, end up doing some damage here. It's gonna be a Tyler Duffy for the Minnesota Twins starting pitcher. Uh, he was favored to get into the lineup out of spring training and lost the job to uh, to Tommy Malone somehow. I'm not sure how that worked. Um, 
Currently, it looks like he's going to be uh, in the rotation here for quite a while. They demoted Tommy Malone um, for just being Tommy Malone and sucking. Uh, you're also looking at a uh, <laughs> you're looking at Kyle Gibson went on the DL just recently, uh, and he he's come up and he's putting up uh, as of right now a strikeout an inning, uh, which is something Garrett Richards can do. Uh, pretty low WHIP as of right now. Uh, he had ten starts last year. Uh, and posted a, a pretty solid 3.10 ERA, a 1.31 WHIP, um, uh, 53 strikeouts to 20 walks. The walks were a little, little much, but he's also young. So, um, but I found him. I, th- I thought he he could more than likely be widely available in in, in any league. Uh, and with Garrett Richards pretty much being dropped uh, everywhere, and um, you know pretty much probably even dynasty at this point because Tommy John takes it out of a, on a pitcher quite quite some time even after the surgery. Yeah, looking at Duffy's stats here, I mean, he's hitting a 2.6 ERA right now. I mean, he's 0-2, mm-hmm. but he's yeah. pitched against three really good teams, Washington mm-hmm. at, at Washington, home mm-hmm. against Detroit. He only mm-hmm. gave up one earned in each of those. Um, and then, again, at the Chicago White Sox, he gave up three irons. So, mm-hmm. you know, he he looks pretty pretty stellar right now. Yeah, I mean, for being, yeah, again, widely available and <laughs> whatever the heck's gotten into Jose Quintana, uh, who he was pitching against that day, I think it was Sunday or whatnot, uh, yeah. he's been electric this year. But I'm, I'm sure he's widely owned at this point. Yeah. Um, I was looking at a couple other guys. Uh, closer help. Uh, Tony Singrani last night uh, just saved the second consecutive game for the Reds. Uh, that that whole <laughs> that whole team is a complete mess, and the bullpen really isn't any better. But if the guy's going to get you saves, um, you know, and you're really in desperate need for saves, Singrani could be a pretty uh, pretty valuable option. Um, not too long ago, he was a starter, you know, strikeout in an inning kind of guy. Um, still pretty young. So uh, you know, if, if he's really going to be entrenched in that closer's role, you know why you know why not scoop him up and uh, take advantage of those? And you know the Reds <laughs> the Reds are terrible, um, and they're not going to win many games. But the games that they do win uh, will be really close. Uh, so he should get the save opportunities as long as he is going to be the closer um, for them. And he seems to be getting picked up uh, most recently as as of late as well. Yeah, man, the the Reds bullpen is is quite the disaster. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. twenty three straight games that they allowed a run the bullpen. Yeah, that's yeah. that was a record, yeah. I believe. It's that's that's <laughs> awful. Um, so, I mean, JJ Hoover, who was the closer to begin the season, is already in AAA, and he was demoted like a week ago or something. I mean, it's just a it's a joke, but. I mean, if he's going to close, he might as well pick up the occasional save. Yeah, I mean, I picked him up in my dynasty league. I mean, I figured why not. It's the fairly deep rosters. I think in a normal league, I'd probably stay away. But I figured why not? I'll, you know, cut some scrub. I've got sitting on the bench that does nothing. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you got any more pitches, or uh, we ready to move on to some hitters? 
I was looking at some hitters, uh, the Moussakis one who you had hit on just recently. Uh, you know, that that's a, a terrible blow. And maybe just go back a little further with D. Gordon going down. Uh, Jonathan Villar has come up with the Milwaukee Brewers and all of a sudden has decided to run wild. I mean, honestly, he, he just stole another two bags today, uh, which would put him ahead of the uh, home run hitting champ, Jose Altuve, there with 11. Uh, mm. Jonathan Villar, he's 25 years old. For some reason, I thought he was a lot older. I know he was with uh, the Astros. Uh, I think he got traded in the offseason uh, from uh, from Houston, uh, where he pretty much was just an, an all-speed kind of guy, no average. But as of right now, he's hitting, I believe it, it was at 270 today. With He was two for four, two runs, two RBIs, and two stolen bases. Um in some leagues, he'll be third base and shortstop. So, I mean, that speed, you know, you, you, it, it's first of all, it's hard enough to find speed in uh, the majors this um, as of late. So, he's stealing bags at third base and shortstop. So, he, he could be a, definitely a nice little fill-in there for uh, at the power potential with Moustakis, but still at third base. And then if you did happen to lose D. Gordon as well, <laughs> um, might be an interesting uh, speculative pickup there. Yeah, no. What do, um, you know, speaking of D. Gordon, what do you think of uh, Derek Dietrich here? Derek, Derek Dietrich, he, he could be interesting. Uh, I was watching um, the Marlins game last night. Uh, he was a, a pretty good player in Double A. I actually, I live in Jacksonville, Florida. I saw him with the Suns and everything. It was pretty cool. Uh, good scrappy little player, you know, hard-nosed, blue-collar. Kind of reminds me of Chase Utley a little bit, minus the uh, trying to take out somebody's legs. Uh, but I feel like oh, no, what I was getting to when I was watching the game last night, he actually was leading off. Uh, you know, now with D. Gordon being out right. there. Is he? Okay, yeah. So if he if he stays atop that lineup, Martin Prado, who's batting, what, a 400 right now, <laughs> behind him, and then you got Christian Yalek and you got Stanton, and uh, Ozuna looks like he's putting it together. Um, this Miami offense could surprise some people. And uh, again, if he's if he's entrenched in, in that leadoff spot, uh, you know, just all you really got to do is just hit for average. You know, get on base, and you know he's got a little bit of wheels, a little bit of pop. He he could be he could be an intriguing uh, second base. Uh, actually, in my most recent um, article, I wrote. For so-called, uh, it was I was talking about uh, possible replacements for D. Gordon, whether it be at second base or his production. And, and uh, Dietrich was actually the last guy. I actually I didn't end up writing about him, but I thought about it uh, because you know he he could just be a fill-in that could eventually you know put in his mark on Miami, and we'll have to start somewhere there. You know they're they're looking for all sorts of help and offense, but. They seem to be kind of turning around as of late. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I, I I mean I had to pick him up because I got Colton Wong in one of my leagues and I just I had, I'm I had to give it up. Yeah, <laughs> I had yeah. to give it up. Yeah, I don't, don't blame you at all. <laughs> and so you know, Dedrick's the best guy, and um, yeah. you know, Dedrick's the the best guy out there at this point for second base, which is unfortunate. <laughs> I waited a yeah. little too long to pull the trigger there, but yeah. um, second base has been—it's been a tough year this year for second base. Uh, yeah. Every everything I ever listened to was like second base is super deep this year, but 
I don't know. It it really seems like it's Altuve and uh, Odor as of lately has has really been coming on. Um, and I don't believe I'm really missing out on anybody outside of them two. Oh, Cano, of course. Yeah, Cano. Well, yeah, Cano's like MVP level right now. (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. 33 RBI, I believe he's leading the majors, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, pretty good player. Yeah, I think you're right. (laughs) Yeah, it's, um, you know, a couple guys that I had written down that I just want to ask you about real quick is, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I had VR – Jackie Bradley Jr. and Nate Carnes were two pit, you know, two yeah. players that I had written down as you yeah, know they're a little higher owned, but they're mm-hmm. they're still below that like thirty range that I kind of stick around. It, it was uh, it, I, I have Jackie Bradley Jr. written down. That's who I wanted to talk to as well, um, just because it, it looks like this could be a potential breakout for him. And Carnes is intriguing. His two best. His two best wins are against Houston. Um, when with Houston struggling, I mean, I, I kind of am a little worried about that. I don't know. I mean, I didn't believe in Carnes. I believe he came from Tampa. Um, and, he, you know, he does have the strikeout for inning kind of thing, a little wild with the whip. But, um, yeah, that's definitely uh, two interesting guys. It's funny. I just, just do happen to have Jackie Bradley written down. All right. Well, yeah, speaking, speaking of him, my uh, one of my leagues, a guy I'm playing this week is in first place, and he yeah. uh, he picked up Jackie Bradley Jr. yesterday morning before the game started. And the dude, <laughs> oh my gosh! The dude puts up 22 <laughs> points on me, and yeah, just from Bradley alone, and I was I was <laughs> quite God quite disappointed. Um, yeah, but I picked up I picked up Lorenzo Kane like 10 minutes later. He only got me one point last night. But he's sitting on the twenty spot right now tonight, and Bradley he is. Twice. Mm. Yeah. Bradley's at, at one point. Uh, yeah. The guy also had Travis Shaw, who he just dropped. He he had thirteen points yesterday for his bench, and he plays him tonight. He puts up eighteen. Thanks for that. <laughs> wow. Um, but he just dropped him for some reason. I I don't know why you would weird. drop Travis Shaw. Who? He's He's Who's playing pretty pretty well. I mean, his average is there. Yeah. He went on like a little mini slump for two games. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what's up with that, but I might I might try to put a claim in because I could use the the third base help. But who dropped? Yeah, I'd be going at the show. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the guy the guy's in first. He's he's got a pretty solid team. So. Hmm. Interesting. Well, the only thing with Jackie Bradley, it, it, it kind of stinks, is the fact that, I mean, Boston being as good as they are, all their high-profiled, high-dollar players are all batting like one through six. So, I mean, right. there's no, absolutely no chance of, of moving up. But with an offense that good, you know, he should easily see his, his four at-bats per game. Easy. Uh, yeah, that you gotta think the, um, <laughs> well, then you got to think that, but you know, the the eventual injury to Pedroia is coming, and True. maybe that <laughs> means True. they move people around to get his speed up top. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's if he's still yeah. hitting. You know, that's, but that that's something I've I've thought about. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's pretty intriguing because Boston's always been really high on him. They never traded him when they had the chance, and. The one thing that kind of corresponds with this this little outbreak here, and he kind of hinted at it yes uh, last year, um, 
was Rusny Castillo. Uh, they poured they poured all that money into him, uh, you know, coming over from Cuba. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he just looks like a lost cause now. I mean, he's in AAA, and now they they just gave it to Bradley, and maybe. You know, now he just doesn't feel the pressure anymore with Castillo breathing down his neck, and, you know, that could have some correlation to it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I was I was going to mention Castillo. I mean, last year that was the one thing that kind of held his value down was the fact that they were trying to make Castillo fit, and it just right. wasn't working. And They've just obviously, like you said, they've given up on it. It yeah. looks like, at least, it's just not working out. And they like they put a lot. I mean, how big was the contract? It was enormous. I believe it was seventy five, seventy five million, if I'm not mistaken. That's Let me see. Crazy. If I could look it up, and I think it was five or seven years. I mean, it was it was it was pretty solid. And I, I understand where they're coming from, but the problem is too. He was twenty eight. You know, he he was twenty eight last year, and sabermetrically speaking, you know, he should be in his ultimate prime right now and they tried to bat him lead off for as long as they did and it just just did not happen at all but and I mean not even to mention they had Hanley in left field last year and that was a complete disaster yeah yeah 72 and a half million contract okay yeah uh, let's pull it up yeah you were yeah for seven seasons wow that's a lot of money that somebody is barely going to be playing and the bad thing is, too, I'm looking at it right now. It's backloaded. It's backloaded. So you're looking yep. at this, year, this year, he's in AAA making $10.5 million. And, and in 2020, he, in his last year of his contract, he'll be $13. million. Wow. He could be playing for Cuba. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's crazy. You know what else is pretty crazy? Hi, man. I found this. It, it, oh, okay. Sorry, sir. No, 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 keep going. Finish what you're going to say. Just real quick, uh, it, it looked like Jose Abreu, who had signed with the White Sox a year, a year before, uh, this is looking pretty good now, it was only $68 million. <laughs> And it was actually oh, the, man. if it still sits, he's the highest paid Cuban to come over to play AAA baseball for the Red Sox. <laughs> yes. That's yes, indeed. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, we uh, we got to finish up the show here, but thanks for coming on, cool. and uh, we we'll definitely have to thank you. you out here again. For sure. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. You have a great night. All right, All right, you too. too. Thanks for coming on. All right, take care. Thank you. Bye. All right. That was. Uh, that was uh, Rob Maceo from So-Called Fantasy Experts. He does the closer chart and also kind of a, a Friday free-for-all article where, you know, he picks a, a, a top five list of something each week to talk about. So it's all, it's all really good stuff from him over there. I definitely enjoy reading, reading his stuff. And um, I believe you have the floor. Well, Dick Fixby. Back with you all, another uh, another session of ranting uh, for for a Tuesday night. Uh, I got to go a little a uh, little out of the box here today, um, and by box I mean tissue box. Uh, we're, we're not going to talk baseball rant or fantasy rant. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk about tissue boxes today. One thing I've never ever seemed to understand in all my years of of life and 
being in cars and driving cars and riding with other people in cars is looking at the cars in front of me and seeing a tissue box sitting on the rear deck in the window. Okay, I get it. You want people to think that you're sanitary and that you use tissues and not your hand or your sleeve, but how often is it that you need one of those tissues and there's no one in the back seat to get it for you? Or maybe you're driving around your young child who's strapped into a car seat who cannot reach the tissue box. Are you all of a sudden going to sneeze in the middle of traffic and think, oh, well, let me just call upon my go-go gadget arms to reach all the way to the back of my car to grab my box of tissues so I can wipe and or blow my nose. You are an idiot. Take your tissues out of the rear window. Nobody cares how sanitary you think you are by having them there. You're not doing anybody a favor, especially not yourself or your nose. Thank you. Good night. I'd say God bless, but, you know, <laughs> then you'd be sneezing. And oh, my God. We'd, we uh, would just start this whole thing over again. So, six six B, mic drop. You are ridiculous. Uh, that was probably the best one yet. Um, <laughs> I I got nothing. Let's just let's just close out the show here. Let's just leave it at that. I'm gonna ruin it. So, yeah. Anyway, so we got a couple Twitter questions here. Always promising to at least try to get to these. Last week we didn't. We ran out of time. So, first question here is, which two do you like best? Bradley Jr., Drury, or Ozuna? Oof. I feel, of the three, I really like Drury the best, but yes. I think playing playing time is going to be a problem for him once they figure out who's so. got the hot bat. Well, I think it's going to come down to if if he starts slumping a little bit, not playing out of his mind like he is, they could, you know, alter in Jake Lamb or, or whatnot. But I, I, he's definitely in the top two. I think I got to give, I think I got to give Bradley the edge over Ozuna. Yeah, that's kind of the way I'm going. And especially if you need speed, you go with Bradley Jr. If you need power, I think you go with Ozuna. Um, yeah. And Drury. But I think Drury, I think we both agree, Drury, and then it's kind of speed or power. Like, if you need need speed, go with Bradley Jr. If you need power, go with Ozuna. Um, but I would lean toward Bradley and, o- and Drury, like you. Mm-hmm. The last question here, and I, I keep forgetting to mention, like, who's doing this. I'm bad at this. From at Super12Joe, that's a good name. Um Dynasty League, I give up Tehran and Belt and receive Liriano and Jaime Garcia. Uh, I I like the second side better, but the fact that it's Dynasty, I don't know if I do. Um, yeah. Belt I think it, is guaranteed a DL stint every year, so you <laughs> yeah. know, that that still hurts you. Um Tehran is on an absolutely atrocious team right now, so you gotta hope that he gets oh, he's not pitching great anyway. No, he's not. 
Um, and he didn't last he, year. He has nothing behind him. And and who would have thought that we've already mentioned, you know, Melvin B.J. Upton Jr. Uh, earlier in the show, that he would leave Atlanta and actually start playing good baseball. I mean, a couple of years, the, but yeah, that's the funny thing. But yeah, back to this. I, I mean, I might, I might do it, um, just because at some point in Dynasty comes the point where you've got to win now. You can build your team for the future all you want, but mm-hmm. you still got to play for the. You still got to play for the present, and, and that's one of the things that I did with my team this year because last year I built it thinking that I was gonna you know, have this great future team, and my team sucked. Uh, we also had 28 to, you know, whatever ridiculous categories, so that changed. Um, but I, I think I think you, you got to go with the better the better quality right now and take the Riano. Yeah, I mean, I think you could I, – I, I agree with you. I think you do this if – but only if you can afford to give up Brandon Belt. I mean, Brandon Belt's, in my opinion, the, probably the best player in this deal. Um, but I think Liriano's uh, inconsistency drives me mad. And I, I mean, I have him in our NL only league, which we're playing each other, by the way. You're smoking me, thanks to Stephen Matz last night. Um, yeah, you're well. You're welcome for me benching Jake Lamb and. and you know, getting a nice bomb last night. Oh, nice, thanks. Yeah, it's okay. I played David Peralta this week, so I'm getting a whole whopping zero out of him. And I still have Colton Wong on that team. So that's, Sweet, that's thanks. good. Thanks. Yeah, so I'm going to get a zero out of two of my players because Colton Wong plays like two nights a week and does nothing in those two nights. Back-to-back bombs by the O's, by the way. Um, nice. ran- random. Ma- Manny and... Uh, Who's batting behind? Oh, Jones. Hey, we just talked about Jones. There we go. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Must be listening to the show. All right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway. See yeah. So, uh, so to, yeah, maybe reverse jinx there, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I still think Belt might be the best player in the deal. It's close between him and Liriano, but the move up from Liri- from Tehran to get Liriano and Jaime Garcia, only if you can afford to get rid of Belt. Uh, means that I, I think I, I do lean that way a little bit, but it, it would it would be a little team composition. I would need to know a little more before I could really make it. But in a vacuum, I go with the Lariano I make our CS side. So yeah. Anyway, that's speaking the of Drury, the show for me. Huh? Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Speaking of Drury, since we've now mentioned him, we were also talking about Gio Gonzalez earlier. I got an offer in my dynasty league to trade Drury for Gio Gonzalez. And I don't think I'm going to take it. <laughs> I bet you're loaded in pitching, aren't you? I, yeah, I've I've got more pitchers than I know what to do with. We have an 80-inning pitch limit, which I pitched 79.2 innings last week. Uh, I've got DeGrom, uh, Patrick Corbin, who's been more riding my bench lately, uh, J.A. Happ, Aaron Nola, uh, your boy Jason Zimmerman. I'm sorry, Jordan Zimmerman. Uh, uh, I've got I've got Lackey. I've got Matt Latos. I just picked up Jimmy Nelson for a nice romping. Thanks for that. 
I've got Carlos Rodon, <laughs> Max Scherzer, Marcus Stroman, uh, and those are my yeah, starters. Yeah, doing pretty so, good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'd be trading. Don't really not, need not somebody. I mean, Drury's Drury's nice, but it's. Uh, I think I'm hanging. Or I mean, Gio's nice, but I think I'm hanging on to Drury in that case. So. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. My main my main point in in wanting to keep him is because I'm I'm kind of weak at third base. I mean, I have Frazier, but he's got ten bombs, which is nice. You know, twenty eight. RBIs, which is nice, but he's all right in strikeouts. A couple of stolen bases, but his average and is just down at 214. So, you know, I'm I'm not worried it, about him at all. You know, you, no. you wanted to talk about him, but his I'm, well, his I'm not either. It's, is, his bad bip is so is so low. It's gonna come up, man. His bad bip is two sixty two right now. Or no, it's it's one ninety one right now. I mean, that's gonna come yeah. up and it's so is his batting average. I mean, look, he's not gonna bat two seventy three like he did a couple of years ago. He might come back up into the two fifty range and you're gonna be happy with that because he's probably gonna hit thirty again easily. And oh, yeah. you know, no, I'm, I'm, not I'm good with a lot. the power. Yeah. You know, and I have I have uh, you know my boy Josh Harrison at third base eligible. I picked up Matt Duffy off of waivers the other week, and I don't know why he was dropped, but he's starting to turn things around. The league, man, what is going and on? I got Drury. I think it's a I think it's a ten team league, so that's why. It's, uh, it's that's pretty a, sad. You guys need to expand those rosters, man. That's just uh, yeah. Crazy, I think we man. definitely do. I, I have I have so many bench guys that I or, want to play every day, and I can't. Or join join a real league and make it at least twelve. Man, that's crazy. I can't do yeah. ten team leagues. People that people that send me questions on Twitter like I'm in a ten team league and I don't you know pick up all these like they're choosing between like solidified studs and I'm like those guys are on your waiver wire like. I don't know, yeah. man. Flip a coin. Like, I'm sorry. Just, what? I, it doesn't matter at this point, you know. Just, just. And then, you know, even worse is I, I've seen leagues where they're ten team leagues, three outfielders, no middle infielder, no corner infielder. You know, it's like you're starting, like what, seven, eight, eight. Yeah, that's outfield. That's eight, what I... eight offensive players and times ten, so eighty offensive players. Not even starting a hundred offensive players, you know. Yeah. Maybe well, maybe what, if you add like a utility. Oh, standard God, standard positions only three outfielders. We have two. We do have two utility. So, so you're starting a hundred. So you're starting. So you're starting a hundred yeah. players five, every six, night. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. And I've got Cole, Harrison, Jay Bruce, Lorenzo Kane on my bench tonight. Thanks for that. Uh, Matt Duffy, uh, Young Hope Park, and Justin Upton. <laughs> can I can I can I pick up the mic that you dropped and rant about that? Because that's a joke. You need to you need to tell that lead to man up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, if I any did, of you guys are listening to leagues, you guys need to man up and play for I real. I did mention <laughs> it to the uh, to the commissioner about adding some positions, uh, but I don't know. Is if it the same league that Lorenzo Kane was dropped? No, no, I've had Kane in that league both years. Actually, I traded for him last year. So, and so Kane was dropped in a different league of yours? It's even worse. Kane was Who are these people 12, playing with? Kane was dropped in a twelve my 12-team pitcher league. 
Uh, if there's any openings in your leagues next year, man, you need to invite me. I'm going to clean up. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm, I'm, well, that's I'm, all I got. Didn't mean to extend that another uh, 15 minutes. Another but. 10 minutes. Yeah, that's all right. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got. And uh, we will see you all next week. Same time, same channel. Lorenzo Cain now has three home runs. 28 points. Oh, my points. gosh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's back, people. Yeah, I think I think he's okay. All right. <laughs> we are out. All right, nice. <laughs>